Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Velvet. I'm Gwen. Hey. Hi, we're here. It's episode 31, right? Yeah, 31 episodes. I like said that and I was like, wait, shit, is that wrong? But I'm pretty sure that's right. We're here. We did it. It's another week. Uh, how, how has it been? How has this another week been for you? Ooh, it's been... I don't know why I said ooh like that, because it's been really normal. It's just been so normal, you can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, um, god, did I do anything this week? Who knows? Who knows? I, I mean, I don't know, we, we played Elden Ring on your stream a little bit. Yeah, we did play Elden Ring. We watched Licorice Recoil as we do every week and go like, hey, that show's awesome. Yeah, it's a really good show. <laughs> so a great time with that. Um, I read a little bit of Black Clover. Yeah, How'd that go? It's like not super good. It sure is completely digestible. <laughs> uh, a low friction to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a endless succession of like a you know a million different like thinly characterized shonen manga guys like showing up and like yelling some like thing and doing like a cool thing and then you move on to the next one forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. What uh? What motivated you read a little bit of Black Clover? Um, I realized I stopped reading Black Cover a while ago. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I should, I should take that up again. I've been kind of, I've been kind of hankering for just some, like, shonen horseshit to read. Mm-hmm. You're like, you went on a break for a while and, like, just recently came back? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no, I wasn't even up to date when I stopped reading it. Okay. Um, I've, I've actually, like, been doing some shit this week, you know? I, uh, after a long time, like... Like after a long time, I like finished Macross Frontier, and I mean after a long time, I mean like I think the last time I watched any Macross Frontier was before we started this podcast. Okay, awesome. But you know, I, I went back to it, and it was like a little bit of a hassle of like, okay, we like, like I, I I was watching it with a friend, and like so we like rewatched like the last several episodes before the last one we were like pretty sure we saw, and it was like a lot of like gradually like piecing together uh what was what was going on in that show when we stopped watching it, and like you know. Being unsure if a thing was about to happen or if it had already happened, but we we got there. Um, that show's okay. That show's pretty all right. Um, I don't like it as much as like the first Macross or Macross Seven. Um, it doesn't have the sort of like uh kind of like propulsive desperation that the first Macross has, and it doesn't have the like great hangout energies that Macross Seven has. But like it kind of gets there by the end. You know, by the end you're, you're like you're cheering for the girls, you're cheering for the songs, you're cheering for the like surprisingly good looking CG for the era. It's like a, it's a it's a pretty fun time, you know. It's got some Yoko Kano music in there, and that's always a plus. Yeah. Macross is just, like, one of those things where it's, like, this show isn't all that smart, and it's always uh, brushing up against some topics that I uh, don't know that it really has the, like, grace to really touch on all that well. It's uh, often sort of racist in a lot of ways. It's, uh, whether intending to be or not, very much about, like, uh, performing cultural imperialism. Mm-hmm. But it's also just, like, very sincere about, like, damn, it's cool when you can go and sing songs and the the beauty of your song connects to another person. And it, it, I don't know, like, it, it's just very earnest in that way and it's very, like, exuberant and kind of dumb that, like, I, I don't know, I, I feel like I basically always have, a, like, a like room in my heart for it. And there's just mm-hmm. not, like, that much of it, you know, it's not like they're making it constantly. They, like, make new macros sometime around anniversaries and, like, so it's, it's, uh... It's like it's like a treat that it's like you know I, I, I've uh, I've paced out enough that I don't feel like I'm overdosed on or anything. It's it's totally fine. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah, totally. 
Um, I also uh, finally finished watching the third season of Kaguya-sama Love is War, which I think is just a great show. Um, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's like, a, if you don't know what that is, it's like a rom-com anime that like, starts off with the premise of like, here's these two like dipshits who go to like this extremely prestigious private school and uh, they're both very much in love with each other and like entirely too pride to be the first person to confess so they like engage in extensive campaigns of like death note mind games to try and get the other person to confess to them and uh, you know it, it's like very heightened and ridiculous but i feel like in the midst of that gradually built up to this point where like you know you're uh there's a real genuine sense of investment and like kind of rooting for these stupid kids as it goes i think it's like really daft and how it pulls that off and i, I had a great time with that too and also i read more berserk finally Fuck yes. I love it when you read more Berserk finally. Yeah, I'm like getting pretty close. Uh, they're on the boat now, right? Um, Hell yeah. The, the the boat part isn't as bad as most people say. I have, I've, like, I have had, yeah, I have been having like basically no problems with the boat part at all so far. I think that like, I mean, it's my understanding that like the boat part's reputation exists because those chapters were coming out so staggered. And so when I can just read the boat part all at once, I bet it's going to be totally fine. Yeah. But I don't know, that comic's fucking awesome, it turns out. That comic still, like, oh my god, like, it's so tempting to just be like, oh yeah, I read this part where this happens and it's fucking insane, but like, I I worry that would be like, I don't know, bad radio or like, just being too flagrant on how much I'm spoiling Berserk, but like, oh my god. Fuck it, go for it. If you want to talk about it, talk about it. Alright, it's it's just like, I don't know, like, there's just so much fucking cool shit, you know, like, I got to the part where like... Shirka is like helping Guts control the Berserker armor, so she's got like latched onto him in spirit form, and he's like going around and doing like sick shit. And like, you know, the Berserker armor look, look, looks kind of shittier when he's like not, or like when he's in control of it. But like that's mm-hmm. fine because he's still like doing like crazy shit. Like there's a bit where he teams up with those parties on and fights the big wizard face in the sky. It's fucking awesome. I got to like the big conclusion of like Griffith's like war mm-hmm. that's been going on. Where the comic just becomes like completely fucking off the rails, like insanely beautiful, like j- just ridiculous shit happening, like pages upon pages of like elaborately rendered monsters going off to war and shit that like culminates in this like, like, like basically like literal outpouring of like ridiculous, like fantastical shit out into the world. It's just like, it's just unlike anything else. It is just like, oh my god, nobody else is doing this shit. Nobody else like has ever. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's not true, but like reading it really feels like, oh, nobody else has ever fucking done done this. Nobody else has ever fucking made Berserk, you know? It's just, uh, yeah, just kind of like singularly exhilarating in a way. I don't know. It's been, it's been interesting seeing like all that Griffith stuff sort of like uh, build up because, you know, I talked about earlier on this podcast about how like in the early parts of Berserk, I thought Griffith was a lot of fun. And then obviously there's the point where Griffith is less fun. Mm hmm. And then, like, there's there's a period of, like, like he, he never really gets back to that point of, like, being what I liked about him at the at the, at the beginning, right? And, like, because um, you know, he, he, like, stops being, like, this weird, like, extremely driven, like, kind of freak uh, and, and just becomes this, like, natural force in a way that is, like, very, very different. But I feel like the comic eventually, like, builds to a place where I'm, like, so bought into, like, oh, here's this, like... I don't know, he's just kind of like this force of nature on the world. Like, I understand why everybody is, like, throwing behind him, like, rallying behind him. And I, I don't know, it's, it's like, very easy to get, like, swept away in, like, what that comic is doing with him. It, it's yeah. really interesting. I, I think it's very interesting how, like, uh, how much that comic kind of, like, swing tonally at this point, right? Because, like, there's that stuff I talked about where, like, there's the conclusion of, like, Griffith's big war. And it's all this, like, just, like, immaculately rendered, like, just unbelievable, like, fantastical shit. And it's, like, bookended on both sides by, like, 
Guts and the crew are like fighting these kind of like comedic weird pirate guys who are like, you know, just just hard to take seriously because there's just like the most like ridiculous stereotypical pirate captain who's like being mean to his crew and they're all like kind of sad about it. It's it's yeah. just like <laughs> it's just kind of amazing how much it like swings back and forth between those and like it doesn't really feel like it's missing a beat in doing so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's great. Like maybe I'll like have uh, I'll finish this by like this time next week and I can talk about that then. But like I'm I just I just like to read Berserk. It's just fucking good. Fuck yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like maybe that segment was like a little bit incoherent as I just sort of like gushed about Berserk, but like, I hope, hope, hopefully it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listeners know what they want, and what they want is that, because I had a blast. Okay, alright. I mean, as long as you're happy, that's what, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I think it's good that I got to be excited about something yeah. on this podcast. Fuck yeah. Because now we have to talk about Naruto. Yeah, we do. Uh, you wanna you wanna get into it? Mm-hmm. Episode ninety-two: A dubious offer. Tsunade's choice. Tsunade dwells on her decision as she watches Naruto collapse from training. Kabuto asks Rochimaru what the plan is if Tsunade refuses. Rochimaru is confident he's enough of a sicko to make her do it anyway. Naruto's back up and still having trouble with the Rasengan. Jiraiya makes it back to the hotel and notices Naruto hasn't been back since the deal was struck. Shizune checks in on Naruto to find him passed out on the ground. Jiraiya takes Tsunade out drinking to talk to her about the Naruto situation, and Tsunade poisons him. Tsunade comes back to Shizune looking over an unconscious Naruto. Shizune tries one last time to convince Tsunade not to see Orochimaru. Tsunade isn't receptive to the prospect and knocks Shizune out before leaving. Jiraiya is found in the morning, still at the bar, unresponsive. Alright, so I, I let it into this segment having kind of like a negative energy, but I think that this episode isn't isn't that bad. Um, this, this one's alright. Um, and like part part of that is like uh, this is another Masiko Murata episode. Uh, this episode has like animation direction by Chikara Sakurai, and like I really like Murata's like storyboarding and direction. I really like um, I, I really like Chikara Sakurai's uh, animation direction, so that just kind of like works out like hey, this episode looks like pretty good the whole time. Um, we get some more of the stuff that, like, I feel like I touch on, like, basically every time we have a Masika Murata episode, where, like, in, in so many of his episodes, he's not really content to just, like, replay, replay the, like, footage from last time for, like, flashbacks or for, like, recapping the previous episodes. At the start of this one, we get this, like, really, like, brief, moody recap of, like, here's this Naughty flashback stuff, and it's, like, I, I mean, you know, it, it's more palatable to me when it's, like, a serious, like, kind of, like, um, atmospheric, like, silent images rather than like a thing where we have all of the dialogue that like kind of drove us insane and that whole series of flashbacks last time mm-hmm. but yeah so it's not sort of like reflecting on her past just thinking about the like offer that Roshimaru made um if, if i was being generous i would say that you know she's really like taking the time to like turn it over if i was being less generous i would say that she's just kind of like moping around because like in many cases it seems like the most emotionally dynamic state that a woman can be in naruto is to be like sad about something mm-hmm she's like she, she, she's going around gambling and heart is like you know it, it seems like it's less in it than usual um th- th- there's a bit in here where like she's at the gambling hall right and she's like playing like a dice game all, all of the other guys in the gambling hall are like the the, the guy like running the game is like hey snotty you pick first and all the other guys in the gambling hall are just like waiting for her to like pick the thing so that they, like, like pick if it like the die will be like even or odd and uh w- like w- waiting for her to pick that so they can like pick the other one it seems like basically and I feel, I feel like this is like a glimpse into the ways that Tsunade is bad at gambling. Like, I feel like you got to wait at least some of the time. You can't just let them, like, always, like, prod you into going first. Sometimes you need to, like, take them down with you at least, you know? 
Yeah. You know, it's not always just about being unlucky. Like, it's, uh, you gotta... Like, if you're, if you're gonna be that unlucky also, like, maybe, maybe you just gotta fuck with people about it sometimes, you know? You gotta at least do some collateral damage. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta spite the guy with the most money and pick what he picks, right? Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we cut over to Orochimaru. Orochimaru is, like, you know, just kind of, uh, musing about how, like, certain he is that, like, he, he's gonna make things go how, how he wants them to, you know? Like, either Sonati will, like, do the shit he wants him to, or, like, he'll be able to make it happen. He's, he's like, very confident about this. He's, like... Very stoked about being able to get, like, right back into it and destroying the hidden leaf. Everything's going to go perfectly to plan. Uh-huh. There's a fucking week over there, so, like, if he gets his arms back, it's just fucking over for them. Yeah. That's the end of shit. So then we check back in with Naruto, of course, and, uh, you know, I, I kind of, like, gloss over it, uh, a lot of, like, the Naruto training stuff uh, mm-hmm. in this in this first You know, at, at this point, because it's basically just a week of Naruto going... Ha. And like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, again, like, there's going to be a point where he has, like, a trick to doing a Rasenga, but, like, he doesn't have it here. And so it's, like, you know, occasionally we cut over to him and he's, like, fucking up a tree. Um, I, I mostly want to talk about, like, the Naruto training stuff because there's, like, one, like, really, really good looking cut, I feel like, where, mm-hmm. like, he's, uh, you know, he, he's, like, really struggling to, like, stabilize Rasenga and he, like, r- like rushes forward at a tree and, like, there's this great sense of way to it. Like, it's, like, there's all this, like, explosion of dust up from the tree and, like, the, the splinters, like, going flying. It's, like, a really great looking cut in the middle of there. That I want to touch on, but like absolutely the Naruto training stuff in this part of the episode is like pretty slight. Yeah, also, um, he like passes out twice, but then he's fine the first time. Yeah, I mean, like it seems like like Jiraiya says he's not coming back to the hotel, so it seems like a lot of what he's doing is he's just out there until he passes it out and then he like sleeps it off and he gets back up and just starts fucking going at it again. Yeah, yeah. And then like eventually she's gonna like finds him passed out and he's like, oh shit, I should do something about this, even though like. By all accounts, this is just, like, kind of normal for him, and he's going to be fine every time. Mm-hmm. God, I fucking love this kid. Yeah. <laughs> this kid knows how to get stronger. And, like, he's wrong. Yeah, but, like, but, like <laughs> he'll get there. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, for, for as much as I have some, like, beef with these episodes that we'll get into, like, as we get into the later episodes, you know, I, I don't have a problem with Naruto, the kid. I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Right, like, the, this show is so good when it's about the boys. It's just, you know, not right now. Dry is, like, out at, like, hostess clubs and shit. There's, like, there's this, like, early, like, uh, you know, there's there's this shot where he's, like, he, he he's, like, wandering out. He's, like, kind of drunk. He's, like, he's, like, still, like, sort of flirting with girls as he leaves. He's, like, wiggling around all goofy, like. Like, he, he like, taking, like, five steps out of the club. He's, like, oh, wait, right, okay, there's shit going on. I have to go deal with something. <laughs> like just enter serious mode. He's like, okay, I got, I gotta go. Uh, like, there, there's some stuff with Tsunade, right? Like, she, she like has a has a whole fucking thing. Like, the, there's maybe something at the end of the week. I, I bet I can just go like pressure her and like lean on her a little bit, and she like tolerate me everything. And so he like goes off to talk to Tsunade, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then she has the easiest time in the fucking world, spiking his drink and like uh, just having him pass out for like twelve hours. Uh huh. He's like, yeah, this will be easy. This will be a great conversation. I can just, uh, I can just kind of roll over this. Um, and uh, it doesn't, uh, it just it immediately fucks it up. Classic Jiraiya. Classic Jiraiya. This dude. Like, you know, I, I do actually also like a lot of these scenes with Jiraiya here, just in the sense of, like, I think there's a lot of, like, really well, like, like really nicely composed shots, a lot of, like, really nicely, like, sent, uh, like a lot of really nice sense of atmosphere, like, when he's, like, wandering around the street at night, and when he's, like, one, like, you know, g- g- going up to Sonata's hotel room to, like, talk to her, and, like, when they're at the, like, 
or on the, the stand on the side of the road, like drinking together. Like I, I think all of those like different environments have this like really great sense of atmosphere that's like conveyed differently. And uh, you know, it, it, it's just a uh, th- th- this is a good looking episode, largely. I think. Um, and, like I, I think this part of it especially is like very uh, like it's just uh, like very successfully like evoking a bunch of different moods of a bunch of different places. And uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, totally. But anyway, Dry is fucking out. Sonata like goes back to her hotel room, sees Shizune there, and she sees Naruto there, and she's like. Oh damn! Okay, well that kid's like fucking unconscious. It seems like he's probably not gonna wake up for a couple of days because she doesn't know how Naruto goes, and so she's just like, I, I, I guess, I guess he's losing that bet. Um, you know. Yeah, she she has like a really good period of self reflection. She was just like, "What the fuck was I doing betting with a kid?" She's like, "Why, why did I do any of this? This is fucking stupid." <laughs> Which is like you know, I, I guess, kind of a great moment of clarity, but also like, I, I don't think the show really thinks that. I think that like it kind of thinks that like, it, in light of like how how these other episodes go, it, it almost feels like oh, this is like a moment of weakness where she like stops believing in the kid she made this ridiculous bet with. Um, yeah, I mean, like you probably didn't hear it, um, but like I just like biggest eye roll on the planet, right? Yeah. You know, like, there's like a sense of like her bit here being like yeah but both like what, what the fuck was i doing but also like oh, maybe she's like a little bit disappointed because she wanted to like see if this kid could fucking pull it off or whatever and this is a like i i don't know if we're ever like meant to believe at any point that's not i was like actually going to make like the fucking like bad decision here of like having a rochamari like resurrect uh her dead loved ones mm-hmm. like it like it's it, it sort of leans that like in, in that direction sometimes here but like she also like never really like goes all the way on like committing to that like she doesn't have like sacrifices prepared it doesn't really seem like so like i, I don't know well i mean i i, I... there's line later about like how maybe like she was drugged and tried to like prepare him for that but that's still only one guy sorry what were you saying no i mean just like i don't know i feel like well i mean i i, I think the implication there is that like the unconscious naruto is the other one yeah maybe but you know that's just kind of like i don't know like I, 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 I don't think her, like, not visibly preparing a sacrifice is necessarily, like, a... I, I don't think it's a problem, either. I just think it's, like... I, I'm not standing here saying, like, oh, I think the show would be better if Sonata was doing, like, way more visibly fucked up stuff here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just think that there are, like, points in, in this show on, like, multiple fronts where this, like... This episode tries to, like, gesture, like, some sort of, like, tension of what's going to happen and, like, doesn't really commit to, like, acting on that, necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. It's a. It's okay. Like, I, 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 I get what you're saying. Like, we're, we're definitely like, you know, like, we're, we are as close to like ha- having that like suggested to us here as we ever are. Where like, you know, she like punches out Shizune and like has at the door, and it's like, oh shit, is, is everything about to go like really bad? Uh, and then I, I don't know. I, I'm ready to move on to the next uh, to the next part of this episode. You get the answer to that if you are. Yep. Orochimaru sends Kabuto out to go kill Shizune so she doesn't interfere with the deal. Naruto wakes Shizune up. She moves to rush out after Tsunade when they find Jiraiya outside the window, conscious but obviously weakened from the poison. They tend on Jiraiya as Tsunade waits for Orochimaru to arrive. Kabuto spots Jiraiya and decides to head back to the meeting instead of starting a fight. Jiraiya notices him leave and presses Shizune to tell him about the deal. They set out and Orochimaru arrives. It looks as though Tsunade is going to heal Orochimaru, but they're broken up when Kabuto throws a kunai between them. Orochimaru accuses Tsunade of coming here to betray him. 
So Richmar's like, okay, obviously I can fucking place Nade like a fucking like a fool here. Um, but like she's she's kind of annoying. She's got a whole like conscience thing going on. We don't want that in, interfering right now. So Kabuto, how about you go and kill her real quick? Kabuto's like, okay, and he like reflects back on like various times that uh, he's talking about Rochimaru, Various times he's been like, you know, th- th- there's been like signs of maybe his like lo- his loyalty to Rochimaru sort of wavering. Um, and back when Rochimaru was doing his whole like, hey, if you want to like betray me, you can go kill Sasuke right now. It'd be really easy, thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this the show really wants us at this point to believe that Kabuto might betray Orochimaru. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely another point of like tension where it's like, well, what did, like the, the the show wants us to think that something is in doubt, but like doesn't really go all the way there. Um, right, because like none of the characters are actually feeling that doubt. It 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 like it's just the framing of the show in a way that like I don't know feels kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that is a really good way of putting it, right? Like, n- nobody really has, like, a connection with Kabuto on the level of, like, like, like the, 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 there's not, like, anything pulling him in in the other direction other than, like, I, I guess the sense that Orochimaru is, like, doing bad things and, like, maybe Kabuto doesn't want to do that, but, like, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like that's true that much. Like, the, 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 there was some stuff earlier, like, back in the previous arc where, like, you know, when Kabuto was in Sasuke's hospital room and he was, like, kind of, like, bemoaning the fact that, like, by being, like, exceptional to a certain extent, he kind of got, like, pulled into Rochimaru's wake and, like, has to do all this shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I-, I feel like the arc, like, this arc doesn't do enough with it, like, at this point and, like, after this point either to, like, really make this feel all that way, all that, like, substantial. Yeah, totally. And so, like, when it comes to, like, a conclusion of this stuff, like, later in this episode, it's, like, hard to know what exactly, like, like, it- it's just a little too undercooked to, like, really have, like, a great sense of, like, well, like, like him making the decision that he does, like I think it doesn't really feel like a like like it's, it's something that we like ha- we followed him like in the process of going on. It's just like okay, well he did this now, and like maybe yeah. it's not supposed to be settled at that point. Maybe there's like still more where it's like okay, Kabuto is like still like in this point of tension. Like again, Kabuto is a character I just don't have a great sense of because like he's just not somebody I really like paid that much attention to in my previous like much more casual viewings of this, of this show. Totally. So I'm I'm, I'm curious if there's more there, but uh. Right, right now, it's like, it's just kind of suggesting that there could be and not really, like, doing a ton with it. Yeah. So, Naruto and Shizune are up, and they head out, and Jiraiya's outside. Um, and there's a line in the dub that uh, Jiraiya says here that I want to highlight. Uh-huh. Um, the first thing he says after being seen is, she slipped me a Mickey. Oh, my God. Also, saying that like, they go inside, they find Dry there is like kind of underselling the fact that she's, that she's like opens up the window and Dry like throws a kunai at her. Right. Yeah. And then and, like immediately after Dry is like, damn, like I'm so fucked up from this poison that Tsunada hit me with. Like I could barely throw a knife. Right. And she was like, why did you fucking throw a knife at me then, you asshole? <laughs> right. 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 It's uh, you know, but like the 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 line in the dub. Uh huh. It's just a little bit jarring, right? It's a little bit jarring. Like, 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 especially for, like, the the way that the Naruto dub is, it is just, like, tonally a little bit out there to, like, you know, have fucking... <laughs> just, like, drop a euphemism for date rape out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if anyone's gonna do it, Jiraiya, fine. But, like... Yeah, but, like... <laughs> uh... Naruto is like so fucking like what the fuck do you mean you got poisoned I thought you were fucking impressive it just seems like you're kind of a loser right now 
And Johnny's like, well, no, I mean, like, Sunata is a great medical ninja. She can make poisons that nobody can detect. And, like, you know, I, I have no idea how she, like, slipped it past me. And, like, again, like, fucking Smash get back to the scene. Uh, in the first like, episode, where, like, he looks away and she's, like, she just, like, kind of, like, casually, like, just pours something in and, like, Actually, like pours me into a drink and like pours him some, and he like doesn't even think about it at all, or like it's just like, it, it, well, it turns out it was the easiest thing in the world for her to do. And Dry's <laughs> like, I, I, I have no idea, no idea how that happened. Yeah, it turns out when you like build a drinking culture around having the other person pour you a drink and then slide it to you, um, uh-huh. it makes you really easy to be poisoned. Uh huh. I think I do like about this scene is uh, we get a whole bunch of like really fun, goofy like Naruto faces to see like at Drya, like just really expressive, really like. Oh yeah. He's always like stretching a bunch of different directions. It's great. I'm like, I'll, I'll like post those like underneath the episode on Twitter and stuff. But, like I, I just really like that stuff. Oh hell yeah! You compiled them all into one image. Yeah, like the uh, the the Masahiko Murata and Chikara Sakurai team uh, is like something that like give like lends itself to like a lot of like very goofy faces, which like doesn't come up a ton this time but like these two will like unite again in like a few weeks for us for like a very iconic episode where we'll get like a whole lot more of that mm-hmm. awesome i'm excited kabuto like meanwhile is like looking around the corner at all this he's like oh god damn it dry is there i'm not gonna fucking bother with that right now i'm just gonna go back to rochimaru and like tell him what's up uh like yeah. you know, he, he he's like uh, you have to respect his ability to just disengage when he doesn't want to deal, deal with this shit uh oh yeah so then the meeting happens right Mm-hmm. Uh, Rochimaru is like, "Hey, you, you ready to heal me? I'll, 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 uh, I'll give you back those people you lost." And, and Snow is like, "Okay, I mean, do you promise you won't uh, explode the village?" And like Rochimaru is like, "Yeah, totally. I'll absolutely not destroy the village. I love not destroying the village." <laughs> yeah, Rochimaru is like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Rochimaru is like, I. Uh, Rochimaru got like very confident because he's like up against so many people who don't know about like spies or lying that he's like pretty sure he could like slip this one past her. Yeah, unfortunately, he forgot to consider that she is in fact a woman, so knows all about lying and spies. Right, they they, they do learn about spying in girl class. <laughs> Obviously, these are not. This is not like Tsunade healing Rochimaru's hands here, but like, I I, I feel like. If I was Orochimaru, I would expect a little bit more preparation to need, needed to be had. Mm-hmm. For like a... For like an operation that nobody else could do? Yeah, right? They're just like, yeah, okay, let me hold out my healing orb. He doesn't know anything about healing. That's the one... Like, he, he figures to learn that once he gets the Sharingan. It's just like too much of a hassle for him right now. <laughs> right, right, right. God, there's like... During the middle of this, like, Sunai's like thinking back about people she's lost. There's like a, a sequence of like... If flashbacks to her with like Noaki and her with Don that we have. in the middle of that like th- th- there's like a like a one-off like oh Sonata is bad at cooking joke in there like just a visual gag and it's like it's so weird how much that like the show at this point is like saddling Sonata with like oh she's like bad at being a woman yeah I don't, I don't know why this is happening I feel like I mean, maybe it's just because Sonata like doesn't do what I'm going for but I feel like that's not really who she is like and maybe I'm wrong maybe it's actually just always there and I like tuned it out because it's like just kind of the fucking background radi- radiation of so much anime, but it's like, why? I'm like, a, a lot of this is because I'm fucking gay, but like, damn, she's got like big tits and she can punch through walls. Like, what more do you fucking need? That's great at being a woman. <laughs> <laughs> fucking noted. <laughs> I mean, like, agree, like, totally agree, right? Like, obviously, yeah. come on. All got all uh, that. 
Jiraiya and and uh, Shizune and Naruto are like rushing to this in the meeting. You know, they're not going to get there this episode, but they're going to try and get there soon. Um, mm-hmm. and like, I, I there's not a ton to say about this. Like, other than like the fact that through like out so many of these scenes, Naruto's like Naruto is like very like steadily concertedly just like floating through the air upside down. <laughs> yeah, why do you do that? Why is he doing that? Why is he upside down? Is he gonna like launch himself off with his hands and like like lands on a branch next time? Is this just his new thing? He's just, he's just trying out his upside down technique. Yeah, he's showing off. He, he's like bored. They're like talking about grown up shit. Yeah. Dry's like, I'm gonna, I might have to kill Sunade, and Nar's like, I don't care about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go upside down and see if anyone notices. I can't even practice the rest of when I'm jumping through trees. Kabuto shows up. She interrupts like Sunade exploding Rochimaru with fake healing energy. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, like, you know, as an Orochimaru fan, I'm fine with, but also the version of Naruto where Sunade just, like, explodes him and then fucks off is, like... It's really strong. <laughs> and then Dry's like, well, shit, I-, I don't know how to find him again. I guess I guess I'll be Hokage. I don't want to, but, like, <laughs> I fucked like... this one up. <laughs> there's, there's just, like, a there's just like a pink mist in, like, Orochimaru's feet. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Kabuto shows up, he throws his kunai, and, like, you know, Tsunade and Orochimaru back off. It, it kind of feels like there's the faintest attempt at, like, making the audience, like, second-guess, like, oh, who, who is who is Orochimaru saying betrayed him here? Because it, like, ends on the point of him saying that without him, like, saying the name. But also, like, there's nothing to really, like, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it doesn't really get there. No, right, like, and, and that was the whole thing about, like, the, the 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 early part of this episode where it was just like really pumping up uh, Kabuto as someone who like might betray Orochimaru soon <laughs> when it's just like no like nobody's actually like no nobody in the situation is actually feeling this tension right mm-hmm. yeah right Orochimaru has come to like super trust Kabuto and Kabuto mm-hmm. is like super loyal to Orochimaru now right yeah right like the, it, it seems like if he comes to the conclusion it's like Basically, like, oh, I actually like really like that Orochimaru trusts me, so I'm gonna not betray him. Which is like, okay, that's uh, that, that's that's great, I guess. It, it sounds like if you're gonna betray him ever, then now would be a good time to do it on account of that trust. Mm-hmm. Unless he's like, well, I don't want somebody else to kill Orochimaru, so I'm gonna stop this. But like, that doesn't, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, right. No, it's the the, the competent tension is just like I I don't know what to make of this here, um, mm-hmm. and I, I I feel like right and like. Orochimaru trusts Kabuto enough to where the, that, like, that, like, non-communicative action is enough for Orochimaru to go, like, oh, Kabuto's figured something out. I mm-hmm. must be being betrayed by Tsunade. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We're, 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 and, like, he's just right there. So, like, obviously he, like, super trusts his boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just really comes up, like, it really comes across as this, like, very awkward attempt to, like, play up what was like a page turn in the original manga into being like an end of episode like cliffhanger but like it's also like very obvious that it's like no i mean we, we know what's happening here yeah but uh you ready to get to the next episode i am ready to get to the next episode all right episode 93 breakdown the deal is off Orochimaru brags about how smart kabuto is for noticing tsunade plan to attack and tsunade goes over how much she misses her boys again before resolving to not give up on their shared dream. Orochimaru provokes her and Tsunade rushes them. They avoid her attacks and make their way outside of town where there's more elbow room. On the way, Kabuto tells Orochimaru that Jirai is in town. Back at the scene of the meeting, Naruto finds Tsunade's jacket. 
and Shizune has Tantan use it to track Tsunade's scent. Outside of town, Kabuto uses his chakra scalpels to disable Tsunade's arm and leg before hitting her once more in the chest, disrupting her breathing. Kabuto takes this opportunity to gloat, so Tsunade catches him off guard with an attack that jumbles the electrical signals in his body. He spends a minute figuring out what moves what now, and draws a knife. Tsunade's too weak to defend herself in time, but Naruto, Jiraiya, Shizune, and Tantan are here. This episode is picking up again from like the you know the conversation with Rochimaru and Kabuto and Tsunade. Um, mm-hmm. The thing I want to briefly touch on with like how this scene is framed is that like there's a bunch of like shots in this part where like the uh, the, the backgrounds are like these kind of like flat planes that are applied to like a like kind of like a CG environment. It seems like to like sort of like accentuate the camera movement. And mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of awkward looking. Nobody's really doing it like Toshiki Siru can. Like Toshiki Niyadome is not on that level. Yeah, but like you know it's it's still like I don't know like it's still interesting to see like the show like making attempts towards that like this isn't the first time it's happened since the big like Suru episode with the uh, like the big CG room where Gara's fighting Rock Lee but like you know it's a uh, it's time that really stood out to me and it's like the, the 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 idea was there but I think the execution isn't necessarily there because it, it definitely looked like really flat in a lot of places um, but anyway yeah and I and, and I think and, and I think that comes from not using the like subject matter smartly right because the 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 gara fight was in like a very like big flat Mm -hmm. geometric room like it literally had like a grid on the floor yeah right so like yeah it makes sense that the floor there is flat because it is literally like a flat man-made structure and again like that's also like the the whole room is like rendered right they like you have the actual like volume of the space whereas this is like the the walls here like look like they're just kind of like again like they're very like narrow flat planes it kind of seems like Mm mm-hmm Maybe maybe that'll be like a better uh, like like like, a, like I am curious to see if there will like gradually be at a point where like they reach a better like um, handle on how to use these tools uh, beyond like Toshi Kasiru who is like fucking decades ahead of the game basically. Yeah. I mean, Rochimaru was like, "Oh my God, Tsunade, I can't fucking believe you betrayed me. Like I, I promised not to try to leave. I didn't even cross my fingers. I." Uh... <laughs> I was totally gonna bring back your boys. It was like, it's gonna be fine. I don't know why you're so mad at me. I didn't even cross my fingers. I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> I have to tell the truth right now, Tsunade. This <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right, you, you know I know about lying, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a girl, right? They taught that in girl class about lying. Uh... And Sonata, like, you know, she, she thinks about her boys. She's, like, crying a little bit. She's like, you know, they, they wouldn't want this. They wouldn't, uh, you know, the, 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 this isn't, in, like, pursuit, like you know, like, let, letting you get your arms back and destroy the hidden leaf would be, like, a betrayal of their dreams. I can't allow that. Um, which is, like, like I, I feel like this as it stands is, like, I don't know, this is not, this, this, this isn't enough to allay my concerns of, like, Sonata not really being a person with, like, her own stakes in like the events necessarily and like this is made worse by the fact that this isn't even like Tsunade coming to a conclusion about things right like this is her getting mad enough to like try and fight like Orochimaru and Kabuto but this isn't like the point of like like this isn't like the the, the breakthrough moment where like Tsunade like makes a commitment to like doing something different right it's just like it's like it's like a step on the path to like a resolution that I find even more frustrating mm-hmm yeah but anyway she, she likes you know the, the negotiations completely break down um uh, is like you know, for, for, for as many complaints as I have about these episodes, I feel like Orochimaru is, like, mostly very fun. He's like, oh, Tsunade, we, we never actually fought back in the day. I guess we gotta go out. And Kabuto's just like, hey, hey, I'm gonna be the one who's fighting her. Why are you doing this? Why are you provoking her? 
Yeah, I love, I love, I love it when Orochimaru's just like, huh, we never actually fought before. How about that? <laughs> and Kamato's just like, fucking okay, all right, we're doing this. He's like, oh, so, so not can kill you in one hit if she punches you, Kamato, so watch out. And Kamato's like, yeah, thanks, I know, that's great. Thanks for fucking backseat fighting me. I got this, man. <laughs> uh, but like, Orochimaru, like, declaring that Tsunade is strong enough to kill, like, anybody in one punch is, like, devastating for this fight. <laughs> right. Because it then becomes the fight where, like, because we know that, like, Tsunade can't be the one who wins at the end is because Naruto's got to show up and do his new special jutsu. This becomes a fight where Tsunade can't get a single good hit in because if she does, she'll win. Right, yeah. Even if they made her, like, pull her punches... Mm-hmm. Right, if if they made her like hesitate and like part of the like blood trauma is like not wanting to turn someone into a blood paste and so she goes too soft when it actually comes to like hitting a person, that would have been anything. Yeah, but no, just, so it's just like so you know you know uh, she like she like punches that Kabuto, she like punches some walls, but like you know she she's just making these big wide movements that are, like easy to dodge, so like Kabuto just kind of like avoids her and like okay we should go out to a big open space and they like run off and so then I runs off in pursuit of them. Mm-hmm. You know, Jiraiya and Naruto and Shizune arrive too late, and they're like, ah, shit, we gotta catch up to her again. And we cut off to the big field, where, like, Tsunade and Kabuto are fighting, and it's just like, this fight fucking sucks! Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's basically just, like, a nothing exchange, and then Kabuto, like, does the thing that w- that that wins the whole fight. Yeah, like, like Tsunade is, like, not able to hit him because she, I guess, isn't good at hitting people. I, I don't know. And, like, because they're after, like, a big open field, there's, like, not really any, like application of her being being like a cool strong person other than like again like making craters that like because they're just an infinite grassy field they can just go somewhere else also the craters don't really do anything to like change the like shape of the fight except mm-hmm. sometimes like Kabuto can like jump out of them because like the earth has been tenderized or whatever i don't know yeah right but like, e- even that's not even really like a, a dress there's no reason we, we we couldn't believe that he could just jump out of the grass too. i mean like he can ju- he could also just jump out of the grass he does that later in yeah the, right episode. so it's like there's just like, Tsunade is being, like, so, like, poorly applied in this fight. She's, like, jobbing out for fucking Kabuto. Right. Um, and she's, like, like wa- like watching Kabuto's, like, fucking medical Jesus experience. She's like, wow, he- he's even better than I was in my head. And it's like, is he? Why? 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 Like, why? Why? <laughs> why? Why do we have to do this? Why is this what we're saying? Yeah. It, can she not just be fucking good at something? Yeah. Can she not be good at fucking anything? Like... I, I could actually find myself liking how this fight goes out if they just did the thing that I said, where Kabuto realized that, like, oh, she's actually not going to let herself hurt me. Mm-hmm. And, like, 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 like starts taking hits to, like, get, get in hits in exchange or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. But instead it's just like, oh, she's bad at this. And Kabuto's, like, hitting her easily with this, like, shitty gentle fist. Yeah, he, he does... He, he does the shitty, like, Sherlock fucking, like, ooh, I cut your tendons. I cut your tendons. Oh, I, I hit you in the chest and now you can't breathe. <laughs> this is how a doctor fights. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Like, again, again it, it just copied it, like, effortless doctor turned to, like, he, like, he, like hits her and, like, it seems like he's won, but then, like, actually, Sonata, like, hits him with his, like, with her fucking, like, nervous, like, nerve system jumbling thing. And Kabuto's right. like, oh my god, I thought you couldn't breathe. I can't, I can't believe she could still get me. Um, fortunately, the anime drops the line in the manga where he's like, oh, I, a layer of fat must have blocked my attack. Where it's like, great. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, dude. <laughs> I'm, 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 glad that, 
I, I'm glad that at least in the anime, like, the, the closest thing to a W is not against Nier isn't because her tits are, like, big enough to block an attack sometimes. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, she's good. <laughs> but also, like, even so, I was like, cool, like, oh, like, jumbled how your nerve, how, like, your, your nervous system works and you can't move or anything. Like, isn't really, like, it doesn't matter to anything because, like, Sonata just has to, like, stand back and, like, heal a little bit. Like, she hits him, like, once in the middle of that, but it's, like, a weak hit that doesn't seem to do anything. He's just able to, like, figure it out while she's like, okay, I need to, like, stand here and heal myself to get back to, like, fighting level. And, like, he figures it out before she's done with that, so it's like, okay, this this just seems like another thing she did to, like, make Kabuto seem cool. Yeah, right, like, Kabuto just, like, figures out how to move his body now that, like, the impulses don't go where they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, that's, I, I, I guess that would be, like, whoa, Kabuto's, like, cool and capable, except I'm just, like, deeply frustrated about how, like, Tsunade, evidently one of the Sanin, can't fucking do anything. Yeah. Someone a fucking slug! God damn, we want to see a slug! People want way worse slugs than exist in Naruto. They want the slug sage mode. They want to have, like, a whole cast of fun slug characters. Yeah. People want anything. But anyway, like, you know, Kabuto has, like, you know, been experimenting with his controller enough to figure out what button does what and, like, runs at Tsunade again. And, uh, is about to hit her and then Jiraiya, like, throws a smoke bomb in Tsunade's tits. And it interrupts that and then, hey, the, the, the cavalry's here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yay. Woohoo! <laughs> Yay! Tauntaun's here. Tauntaun's here. You uh, you ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The fight's back on, and Tsunade has the upper hand when Kabuto cuts himself with a knife, locking Tsunade up with her fear of blood. Naruto doesn't understand the whole spy thing with Kabuto. Shizune tends to Tsunade, and Naruto charges Kabuto with shadow clones. Kabuto handles them, and Orochimaru is up to something sinister with his arms. So we, we get, like, a little bit more of Sonata attempting to fight until, like, Kabuto does the blood splash thing, and she's like, oh shit, blood, I'm, like, scared. It's like, okay, I mean, I guess that, I guess that's the thing established, established about her. That's, that's fine, I guess, but, you know, she's, like, completely fucking out of the fight now, basically. She's just, like, jobbed out until further notice. She's just, like, gonna be cowering on the ground, and it's, like, it's just frustrating. Like, it's just the, the complete lack of commitment to, like, making Tsunade, who is, like, allegedly on level with, like, Orochimaru and Jiraiya, just be, seem like she can do anything is just so frustrating, and, like, there's even like I think this is the next episode where like where Cobb like oh you're making the name Sonin cry which is like why 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 are you drawing this much attention to the fact that like Masashi Kishimoto hates women right it's 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 frustrating it's just it's super frustrating Naruto Naruto continues to not know a goddamn thing uh, well he didn't go to girl class he didn't go to girl class he didn't learn about lying he doesn't like he doesn't know about looking at headbands either. He, like, looks at Kabuto and is like, hey, that's a, that's a Leaf Genin, right? Like, he didn't pass the tuning exams. He, like, dropped out. But, like, he's, like, a normal Leaf Genin. Why is he here? Kabuto, like, Kabuto's, like, presence in this arc sort of, like, hits a turning point around here where he just kind of becomes, like, a jeering mean guy. You know, he, he looks at Naruto and is like, oh, you, you know what's going on. You're, like, way shittier than Sasuke. You'll never be as good as Sasuke. You're so fucking weak and stupid. It's like, calm down, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like he just goes so fucking ham on this. Like, this, like, escalates from here even. But it's just, like... Like, it, it just kind of feels like his position in the arc sort of, like, collapses to, like, okay, well, I fucking, like, completely trounced Tsunade, so now I'm gonna, like, become the foil to Naruto, because that's, like, the fucking step up from beating Tsunade, I guess, now. Mm-hmm. Um, Naruto runs in with the Shadow Clones, Naruto, like, doesn't achieve, doesn't achieve shit, um, Kabuto hits him with a fucking blood attack, by which he, like, splashes blood in his face and just, like, kicks him away, like, pops all the Shadow Clones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, it's, uh... That's basically what I have to say about this half of the episode. This, like, or I, I say half again. This is like a much shorter chunk of the episode than the first part. Um, yeah, right. Just because it's based on when the commercial break is. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it, it, the, the the first half goes longer. Yeah, like so, so much stuff that is here is like 
stuff that gets expanded on like the next episode that they'll want to talk mm-hmm. about then so it's just kind of like yeah okay i mean I'm, I'm ready to move on from here yeah sure. let's let's just move on okay episode 94 attack fury of the rasengan naruto wants to fight too but jiraiya says kabuto was right and he's in way over his head right now kabuto and orochimaru summon a pair of giant snakes and jiraiya follows suit but only gets gamakichi orochimaru is so fucking happy about this Naruto isn't about to let things go down like this, and goes for a summon. For a moment, Orochimaru thinks the boy could actually be pretty strong with the Nine Tails and Jiraiya as a teacher. But Naruto summoned Gamatatsu, Gamakichi's little brother. The snakes attack, and Naruto gets swallowed. Jiraiya makes a swamp to try and sink the snakes, while Shizune and Kabuto tussle, and Naruto breaks out of a snake. Orochimaru does his creepy neck thing and gets past Jiraiya's spike hair to bite him. Kabuto defeats Shizune, and Orochimaru brags about how the boy he chose, Sasuke, is going to be way stronger than Naruto. Naruto takes a punch for Tsunade. Right. So the previous episode was, like, a bad fight that, like, completely, like, like, like especially complete lack of interest in, like, making Tsunade seem capable at all. Mm-hmm. This episode, I think, is maybe even worse. Yeah. Because it just kind of collapsed the whole arc into the, like, least interesting, most bullshit version of itself. <laughs> like, I, 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 I guess this is sort of, like, my, my thesis statement for, like, my discussion of this episode rather than, like, a, a thing I want to get into, like, right now. Because we're just kind of going to go through the events, like, as a whole. But, like, oh my god, I fucking hated this episode. <laughs> like, the last one, too. But, like, this is the one I've been, like, thinking about all weekend, like, not in a positive sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, th- this episode, like, also starts off, like, really weird. Where like we have uh we have like a previously on like stuff at the, like starts at the beginning right where it's just kind of like playing the last bit of the like the last bit of the previous episode but like it, it like cuts out the part where like Naruto rushes at uh Kabuto with the shadow clones mm-hmm. and like g- goes like you know, like without that just has a bit of like driving like no Naruto stay back just go go and protect uh Tsunade with with Tone Tone because like, I guess Tone Tone uh and Naruto are on the same level and like, I guess both more capable of protecting Tsunade than Tsunade is. But but also there's a bit where like, Jiraiya's like, and don't even think about using the Shadow Clones, it wouldn't do anything, as if like Naruto didn't just use the Shadow Clones and have it not do anything. It, it's very weird. Yeah. Like, the, the the manga is also like this, it's also like weird jarring, like in the exact same way, like it has the same progression of scenes. They're, they're just trying to like, make sure that like, oh, the, the Shadow Clones can't fucking do anything is drilled into your head so that when Naruto does a Shadow Clone trick later, it's like, cool. I guess, I guess so. Like, it just ends up feeling very disjointed coming out from the previous episode. Um, totally. For, for, for me, like, knowing what it's about, like, it, it's just kind of heavy-handed. Yeah, that's that's true. But, you know, regarding from there, we, we do get our, like, brief shining fucking light in this episode. Jiraiya tries to summon, like, a toad and just gets, like, a little baby toad. And mm-hmm. Rishimaru just, like, immediately fucking launches into gloating about it. Which is great. I, anytime Rishimaru gets to gloat about shit, that's awesome. He's, like, standing on his big snakes with Kabuto. And, and it's like, oh, you, you fucking told a little idiot baby toad? Fucking dumbass, you always sucked. There's like a... In the subs I have for the anime, which I, I think are like, kind of, uh... Kind of stiff a lot of the times. And like, mm-hmm. this line is like, maybe... Th- th- there's an argument that could be made that it's maybe not the best rendering of this line. Uh-huh. But it's also just deeply, deeply beautiful to me. The line is, uh, Roshibaru is like, It looks like your stupid still hasn't healed, eh, Jiraiya? <laughs> Which is just beautiful. Just this ridiculous playground insult. I want I want this whole show just to be about Orochimaru. Yeah. Uh, 
Naruto is like, okay, well, it's my turn to step up. Like, if, if Dry's too fucked up to summon a big toad, I'll do it. And then, uh, you know, he, 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 like, does the summoning thing. The big cloud of smoke appears. And um, we have this, like, very, very heavy-handed description. Like, conversation is, like, Orochimaru's, like, or, like, I don't know if it's a conversation or if it's, like, an internal monologue where Orochimaru is, like, like, ah, you know, that that Naruto kid, he may, he may be able to, like, do some do some cool shit if he's, like, actually managed to harness the fox chakra by training under Dry. Like, maybe he's a real threat. And, uh, and Naruto just also summons, like, a little idiot baby toad. Mm-hmm. A and, worse one. Yeah. And everyone's just like, ah, okay. Naruto just sucks complete ass then. I've got it. I figured it out. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Which is like, I mean... Uh, it, it, it could be fun as like an extension of Rochamari gloating, but I feel like it's just... Uh, it, it is like part of like the way that this episode is just kind of like collapsing everything into this like really... Everybody in the scene is like trying to decide if Naruto is like cool or not. And the conflict becomes is becoming like more and more about that by the second. Yeah, which is like, it's just like, I mean, like I had a lot of complaints about the way that this arc was going. I mean, you you can listen to our previous episode, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think the solution to that is to like have a debate about if the protagonist of your shonen manga is strong or not a hundred episodes into the thing. But I, you know, that's, that's that's something to get into more later. Um, yeah, I, I do like that the two the two little baby toads are just like hanging out. They're just happy to be here. It's like, hey, let's let's just uh, let's just go hide behind some behind high and rock, eat some snacks. I'm like, yeah, it'll be fun. They're just they're just they're just here to have fun. Just here to have a good time. You know, they can't fight, so they might as well uh, they might as well fucking chill. Yeah, the smaller ones like, oh boy, it's my first time being summoned. I hope I do good. <laughs> I hope I do good. <laughs> I hope I, I hope I live up to your expectations. It's, it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like Kabuto gets Shizune. Yeah, they have like the Kabuto versus Shizune matchup. Just fucking de- de- not nothing happens for Shizune. Like like there's like a like a minute of the episode is just like okay, Shizune basically like loses immediately. You know, she fucking like misses with her like wrist launcher thing. She does a big like poison cloud and Kabuto just like ducks underneath it and like fucking cuts her tendons and she's just done. That's mm-hmm. it. No more Shizune for the fucking rest of the arc, basically. Yeah, she's a girl. Get her out of here. <sighs> And Kabuto like wanders over to Sonata and is like, ah, I, th- I thought you- I thought you were cool, but I've realized now you fucking suck ass. Actually, uh, you can't do anything and you suck completely. I'm just gonna start kicking you while you're on the ground now. And it's like, okay, all right, man. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know why. Yeah, fucking stop, dude. I, I don't know why you've just like fucking turned up the heel dial like six hundred percent here. Because he's about to get his ass kicked. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, I know that's why. Like in the narrative like structure of the show, but it's like. Whatever character we were meant to for Kabuto has here is just like completely fucking collapsed in the gravity of like okay it's time for him to be like extra mean so you can cheer when he gets beat. Yeah. In the background of all this, you know, there's there's, there's some like Orochimaru and Jiraiya fighting. You know, Jiraiya makes this like big swamp. Orochimaru does his like weird neck bitey thing. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's fucking whatever. And they, they start to like have this debate about like like you no know, Orochimaru is like yeah I mean you know the, the special boy I'm gonna fucking like make my like host or whatever is gonna is, is like gonna be way stronger than Naruto could ever be because he's got the Sharingan which can learn all jutsu and Jiraiya is like no it's the, the most important thing about being a ninja isn't like learning all jutsu it doesn't matter if you're training like a genius kid or whatever the most important thing is not giving up for being a ninja and it's like if this is like if like the the fundamental like base of like Jiraiya and Orochimaru's ideologies is like Oh, it's important to never give up, or oh, it's important to learn every jutsu in the world. And if you don't do either of those, th- like you only do one of those things to like be a ninja successfully, th- then they're both kind of fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Like, like, 
because he like obviously he still fucking like no jutsu to like perform as a ninja well for the most part i mean like he could be rock lee but like rock lee doesn't win fights um but like obviously also you need to like like obviously also you need like a certain degree of like perseverance or whatever but like it, it's like not like i, I don't know these aren't like they're not like opposing viewpoints. Yeah, they're like mutually exclusive goals. Like no, no they're, they're, these these seem like things that both matter, and you're just like, like like constructing this. You're just arbitrarily picking one based on which one your boy is better at. Yeah, and it's like which like fine, I guess if like if the thing you're doing is just like talking to your dumb friend about like oh which one has the better boy. Right, but, but, but it, it's like it, it like spins out to us like oh the whole arc is about this now actually it's it's about like whether or not it's good or bad to give up I, I guess right but but it's not like uh, it's not like anybody is seriously advocating for the position of like g- giving up on things <laughs> like I guess Kabuto sort of does <laughs> the next part of this episode but like it, it's just like they, they are like creating this fucking like. They're like constructing themselves into like these ridiculous like straw man versions of these things, where it's like, ah, oh, not giving up can't ever achieve anything, just so they can have like fucking holes blown in their argument. And it's like, what? I don't like. I don't understand. It's not like a compelling like argument between like these two characters allegedly have a bunch of history for them to just be like, well, well, whose boy is stronger because of this one factor about them that is like boiled down into this like punchy thematic through line that we can decide to like tack onto this arc at the last moment. It doesn't mean anything for these people really. It's just. <laughs> It's just there to, like, fucking prop up the conclusion that we all know we're coming to. Right. You ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Naruto goes for a Rasengan, but it's still not quite right, and Kabuto avoids it pretty easily. Kabuto draws Naruto's ninja info card to taunt him about how much of a dipshit he is. Tsunade isn't having a great time watching Naruto get his ass handed to him right now, and Kabuto hits him in the neck with his chakra scalpel, but Naruto stands back up. Naruto summons a clone, and Kabuto's starting to lose interest in bullying the kid, so he rushes Naruto with a knife. Naruto catches Naruto's knife hand, locking his grip hard so Kabuto can't escape, while the clone uses both hands to build the Rasengan in Naruto's other hand. It works, and connects with Kabuto's chest. Alright, so you know, Naruto like, steps between Kabuto and Tanade to like, be like, okay, this is my fight now, um, and it's just fucking exasperating, right? Like, I just, I just can't, I just can't get there with this one. I can't, I can't be excited about this one. Um, yeah. And Kabuto's like, Kabuto decides to give a big speech to Naruto about how fucking Naruto isn't shit and can't achieve anything and he can't do anything right and he's just weak and he'll never accomplish anything and uh, fucking kids are, are are stupid and should just g- give up and run away and and you know I mean like far be it for me to suggest that it's like bad for like children to decide to stop being child soldiers and like leave the field of battle or whatever you know if, if you could like make that happen and like not just get fucking killed for deserting then like you know more power to you but like this doesn't like this just feels so fucking like empty coming from kabuto it feels so fucking like like this isn't like an expression of his character this is he is just full-on like i am the heel i am the ideological counterpart to like the idea of naruto not giving up at this point like yeah you, you could you could maybe do something here where it's like okay like maybe maybe kabuto is a person who like you know he's he's very good at things he's got a lot of talent but like i guess he's kind of been like swept up in this whole like orochimaru thing you know he doesn't like have the like fucking like courage or whatever to like break out of this like bigger current he's been swept up in and so he just kind of like it feels like the right thing to do is to like go with the flow of the situation or whatever and like he he, he doesn't like that naruto is like a person who's like or, or, like like he finds himself like unsettled by the fact that naruto's a person who's like so visibly like struggling against that because like you know maybe it reminds him of like a different way that he could be living his life but like the show isn't fucking doing that right like 
I can, I can like stand here and like spitball that and like make that up to like try and fucking build anything out of it. But like, he's not doing that. He's just been like, ah, oh, Naruto, you suck ass so much. You're just fucking terrible. K Kabuto was the guy who like spent the whole fucking tuning exams like watching Team 7 and like presumably repeatedly seeing Naruto be like a guy who like would people underestimate him, like go past that by like not giving up and uh, like, you know, pulling out surprise comfort behind victories and like, you know, doing things that people didn't expect. Like, that, that, that's Naruto's whole deal. Like, Kabuto is a, a guy who spent a not insignificant amount of time, like, specifically paying attention to Naruto. Like, he saw Naruto beat Neji. He saw Naruto, like, fucking beat up all those guys in that kind of bad fight in the Forest of Death. He, like, I mean, maybe he doesn't know that Naruto beat Gara, but, like, I, I, that feels like information he could get a hold of. Like, in that last arc when he was, like, sending all the fucking sound ninja after Naruto, he's like, hey, okay, this kid's stats don't look like shit, but you shouldn't underestimate him. But now he's like, all right, I love underestimating Naruto Uzumaki. It's my favorite fucking thing in the world. Yeah, hold on. Let me just get my foot right in front of my mouth. All right, <laughs> come at me. <laughs> like, it, it's just... It's just so fucking, like, deflating to, like, anything this character could be to just have him, like... Yeah. Like, just have him be, like, the avatar for, like, this argument I don't fucking care about. Because, like, I... I... I, I, I have watched, at this point... 94 episodes of Naruto. I have bought into the idea that he is, like, a, a strong kid who could, like, win fights and, like, you know, he doesn't give up. Like, I don't... I, the, we are too late in the game to, like, be having an arc where the entire, like, fucking crux of it just boils down to, like, oh, is is Naruto going to win by not giving up? Or is it... Uh, like, th there needs to be, like, more going on. And, like, there kind of was more going on, but it all, like, collapsed into this, like, fucking single point is it all becomes about, like, if Naruto is, like, going to win by not giving up. Like, everybody's basically fucking paused to, like, watch this. And, like, it's just... Yeah. Tsunade is, like, watching this happen, and she's, like, you know, like, re remembering Nawaki and remembering Don and how, like, they, they had, like, similar dreams to Naruto and they kept pursuing them until they died. And it's, like... I mean, it's not like they fucking gave up. It's not like they fucking died because they gave up, right? They just fucking died because that fucking happens in the world, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, so Tsunade's connection to this, like, you know, like, never giving up thing isn't, like, seeing something in Naruto she's never seen before. It's, like, oh, so the thing that Tsunade gave up on was, like, finding boys to believe in. And, like, maybe if you just keep finding boys to believe in, eventually you'll find one who doesn't die. And it's, like, that's not anything. That's... That's less than nothing. That's so fucking awful. It's terrible. It's like such a fucking like miserable conclusion for somebody to come to. It's like, oh yeah, I, I just have to keep like fucking putting my trust in like fucking like fucked up war children. Maybe eventually one of them will live. But and, like it, it's fine. I just have to keep fucking like believing that eventually it will be good. That like people are in this like terrible situation. Like it's it's just this fucking show. It sucks. Can can we end on a positive note? Yeah, okay, sure. I think the Rasengan trick is pretty cool, actually. The Rasengan trick is pretty cool. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, I was watching this episode, I'm like, I fucking hate this episode. The last episode was bad. This episode was, like, fucking worse, probably. Like, it's just, the like, like this arc has just, like, fucking collapsed completely for me. Like, it's, it's like, run so far out of steam. Like, it feels like it's got fucking nothing going for it. And then, like, Naruto, like, fucking grabs the the knife, right? Like, uh -huh. in the manga, he just has, like, his hand, like, stabbed all the way through. And he's, like, ripping out Kapato's hand. It's, like, pretty fucking gnarly and sick. Yeah. And like he, he he like like holds back his hand. He's like the, the shadow clone like summons up and starts just like molding the Rasengan. And the fucking music kicks in. And I'm like, oh hell yes, Naruto is happening. I love Naruto. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> fucking guitars are going. You got the fucking like chanting in the background. You got the drums. It's so fucking cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like for a moment, I forgot that I did care because it's like it is it, actually just kind of fucking cool when the kid does the thing. <laughs> and, like I'm, you know, it's a, uh, it's not enough, right? It's not enough on its own, but like, you know, in this moment, I was like, oh, damn, he's fucking doing it. 
And like the, the fucking, like, like, like bringing another Shadow Clone into it is like such a great, like, oh yeah, he like did like an extension of like this thing he was good at to like, you know, like, like, like apply an extra like level of control, like, uh, to something he wasn't able to do on his own. It's like a great extension to like his, you know, like his skills and like the things he can do. It's like an extension to like the way that Naruto has been progressing by, uh, like finding ways that work for him rather than like the prescribed way to do things. It's like a, it's like a great beat that just happens to be in, in the middle of, uh, like my least favorite shit in the show so far. Yeah, like the most egregious horseshit. God, is that is that the podcast? Are we done? I think we're done. I, I think we're good here. I think that's basically it, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what are we watching next week? Next week, we are we are like we're, you know we're, we're wrapping up this fight and like ha- having like an anime original episode at the end of that. I think we're watching episodes ninety five, ninety six, and ninety seven. Okay. Cool. Hey, like the show? Want more of it sooner? You should check out our Patreon. patreoncom Crush. Konoha Crush, all one word. Konoha Crush. For just three dollars a month, you get access to our episodes up to a week early, and for five, you get access to our bonus show, Narukai Uzumaki, where we talk about like isekai and isekai adjacent stuff. We're currently uh, watching dot hack slash slash sign dot hack sign. I don't know how you're supposed to say that. I think you just say dot hack sign. That's how everybody says it. That's as far as I've ever heard. Yeah, so, uh, www.hack forward slash <laughs> http colon slash slash. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, we've been, we've been watching .hack and it's, well, I'm not going to say how it's been. You'll have to catch the bonus episode. Five dollars, please. Yeah, five bucks. That episode's not, like, not even going to be out by the time this one goes up, but like, you know. Yeah. Fucking get ready. Get ready. Five bucks. Uh, yeah, but but also, of course, thanks to our joining tier patrons, Maple and Izzy, the featured Shinjiriki of the Six-Tailed Beast. Um, any images we talk about during the podcast can be found on our Twitter, twitter.com slash Konoha Crush, all one word, Konoha Crush. Uh, we have a Tumblr, too, where we, ta- where we like, you know, po- post episodes. Uh, if you want to, like, give us a follow there, I guess. I don't know. KonohaCrushCast.tumblr.com. I think that's all the shoutouts we have for the podcast, so hey... I also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash GuinevereTeef, G-U-I-N-E-V-E-R-E-T-E-E-F, GuinevereTeef. I stream Wednesdays through Fridays at 10 p.m. Central. Actually, we've kind of started a thing where on Fridays, Velvet and I play Elden Ring, Seamless Co-op. The Seamless Co-op mod, it's pretty cool. Um, It crashes a little bit sometimes, but that's fine. But uh, yeah, if you like... If, if you like what we have going on and want to, I don't know, engage with it in a more proactive manner, you can check out check out the Twitch, you know? Uh, we're very uh, we're very responsive to chat, you know? So feel free to hop in, let us know how you feel about the podcast, stuff like that. And uh, I, think, I think that's that. So, like, hey, also, I want to remind you to t- fucking tell your friends about the podcast. Like, share our shit. Because, like, word of, word of mouth is the only way we're going to get any of this shit out there, right? And, like, if you like the show, you want us to do well. Yeah, but, hey, that, that'll be it. So, remember, there's no such thing as filler. <laughs>